Yo, mic check, mic check, one, two, one, two. Thank you guys for tuning in. This is the Antisocial Podcast. I am your host, Grapes. And, yo, I know I've been MIA for a minute, you know. I did record a, a session prior to this about a week ago, and I didn't release it because I just got lazy and I just didn't work on it. Plus, you know, I got a bunch of schoolwork to do now, and I got other shit, like uh, I'm working with a media team. Yeah. So I have a lot going on right now. Uh, plus, I'm working on my album. I doubt it's going to be done by the end of the year. Yo, we got hella, hella holidays coming up. And yeah, sorry, guys. I, I know I'd be slacking and shit to my small following and my <laughs> my listeners and shit. Yeah, I know I'd be slacking, but it's all right. You know, we we here and uh, this, this episode is going to be really, really dope. I got a bunch of information. I've been doing my research and the first subject we're going to talk about is my favorite, of course, Christmas. And every year, Netflix drops like a shitload of fucking Christmas movies. And today, I have a list for you guys of a bunch of Christmas movies that dropped on Netflix and are going to drop on Netflix this month. Which is another debate I've been having. I posted on my Instagram. Is it too early for Christmas music? Honestly, I've been bumping Christmas music since fucking July. But that's just me. I'm a crazy motherfucker. And, uh... 103.5 out here in uh, L.A. has been bumping uh, Christmas music since the 12th. It's currently November 16th. So it's been four days of Christmas music. Christmas music has started over the weekend here in L.A. Southern California, you know, no fucking snow anywhere. And it was like 90 degrees this fucking weekend. But that's California for you. But anyways, let's get back. Let's get back to this uh, Christmas movie list that I have for you guys. Now, these are only titles that are on Netflix, all right? So, uh, and it's all by order. So, it starts off on November 1st, an elf story dropped, uh, subtitled The Elf on the Shelf. Elf Pets, Santa's St. Bernard's Save Christmas, November 1st. My Dad's Christmas Date, November 1st. The Claus Family dropped on November 1st as well. Uh, Love Hard. November 5th. Now, I'm going to give you guys a review on that because I actually saw that one because I didn't want to come on here and act like I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Like, I really kind of don't. A lot of these titles seem kind of corny to me. But, you know, I decided to watch watch Love Hard because it just it reminded me of a previous movie they had made, which was called Holiday. I suggest you guys watch that if you guys are into like uh, hopeless romantic Christmas fucking movies and shit. It's all the same, you know, same story. But anyways, that dropped on the 5th. Uh, Father Christmas is back November 7th. Uh, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You, November 14th. Snowbound for Christmas, no- November 15th. The Princess Switch 3, Romancing the Star, November 18th. A Boy Called Christmas, November 24th. A Castle for Christmas, November 26th. Now, these are the only titles I've seen so far for uh, November dropping on Netflix. It's a cool list. Uh, I probably won't watch any of them other than the one I just watched. And I might check out Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You because I fuck with Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You song. So, and honestly, I probably only listened to like the first 30 seconds of that song. But, you know, it goes pretty hard, bro. You know what I mean? 
sorry. Um, so Love Hard, uh, Love Hard was a good movie. It's about, um, so basically it's about this, this woman that lives in Los Angeles, right? In a big city and she's in the, the entertainment business. She writes articles on magazines and stuff. And her article is pretty much, it's based on her dating life and how it's always chaotic. There's not really, she never really finds someone normal to fall in love with. And it's always a disappointment. So that's what her articles are pretty much about, and people enjoy that shit. You know, people are just muscles. They love uh, uh, living through other people's uh, perspectives on how their dating life is and this and that and all the drama. And that's why she's there, right? Uh, the Her boss reminds her all the time, where's your stories at? I need you to go on horrible dates so you can have more material to write about. Like, come on. So anyways, she gets tired of it, right? And she's like, fuck, I need to find love and this and that. And she finds this guy on this dating app, right? And she, he's like her Prince Charming, typical fuckboy, right? That she falls in love with. And then they start talking and she realizes that he's more than just uh, a hot guy to her, right? She's a, he's a, a someone that has actually a talking points has opinions has more to offer than just looks and she starts falling in love with this guy over time and then one day uh he pretty much tells her fuck i wish you were here for christmas and that's when an idea sparks up in her mind she says she decides she decides to go to wherever the fuck he lives i i forget it's like in the middle of nowhere it's like somewhere in nebraska bro i don't know <laughs> It was so bad that the the guy at the desk at the airport uh, was the same guy that gave her a lift. Uh, she was his, her lift driver. It, it's a small town, pretty much, is what I'm trying to say. Sorry if I'm confusing you guys. But anyways, it's a small town, and she goes to the guy's house to surprise him. And guess what? She got catfished. The guy was not who he was he was claiming to be he was using someone else's pig and the funny th part about it is the picture of the guy that he was using is someone he went to school with that actually lives in the same town so that guy really does exist just not it wasn't the same guy she was talking to anyway she gets upset she leaves the house he chases her and everything and you guys gotta watch the rest because i don't want to fuck it up spoiler alerts and shit but Pretty much, she actually ends up finding the actual guy in that picture. And she tries to, like, fall in love with him. And the guy that catfished her tries to help her out in her situation as long as she stays his girlfriend just for the holidays. Because the guy who catfished her, his family is already impressed that he, he was able to pull her as his girlfriend. And anyways, it's a whole ass mess. It's a cool movie. It's kind of corny, but I mean... All Christmas movies are corny. I love Christmas movies, and I love corny, so it's it's all right with me. Uh, it doesn't get a grape stamp. It was all right. Let's just say that, because a grape stamp would require a, a little bit of raw material and sort of Quentin Tarantino type, which I think I mean, it'd be cool if Quentin did a, a Christmas movie. I think that would be uh, something different and pretty hardcore. But that's that for Christmas. Uh, I really do love Christmas. You guys have any suggestions? Hit me up at Antisocial with Grapes. 
and Grapes is spelled with G-R-A-P-3-Z. DM me some cool Christmas movies. I was watching The Christmas Story this past week. Uh, I was watching Home Alone series. Uh, I like I'll Be Home for Christmas. I like all the Santa Claus movies. Uh, yeah, I, I like more old school Christmas movies. They just, they were more family orientated. Nowadays, it's all about like dating and shit. And that's cool and all, but it's just not my cup of tea when it comes to Christmas movies. I also wanted to talk about that whole Travis Scott situation. Uh, I wanted to talk about it when it had barely happened, but since it happened, it just feels like a lot of things have unraveled. And it's probably a, a better time to talk about it now since then. To be honest, at the beginning of the whole situation, I really, I was, um, I was, I wasn't blaming Travis Scott, but I was just like, comparing his situation with other artists and it just seems like other artists have always stopped the show whenever they saw anyone getting hurt in the crowd and i was holding travis accountable to that because he could have stopped it all you know of course anyone that goes there to a show to see an artist they're gonna listen to whatever the artists say but then i started thinking it's more than fifty thousand people in that park I really doubt he was able to, uh, like, see anything that was really going on. I mean, imagine being there. I've been in front of 3,000 people. That's a lot of fucking people. Now, take that and multiply it by whatever 3,000 makes 50,000. Anyways, 50K, that's a lot of people. You can't tell me. And it's dark, too. You can't tell me that you can see everything that you could tell who's who and everything apart. So it's a really difficult situation. And not, not only that, Travis Scott is the artist. It's not his job to handle security. The people that fucked up are the people that managed the whole thing. They should have stopped the event the minute they saw people jumping fences, pushing people. From the beginning, it was like that. And they just didn't do anything about it. They should have canceled that event before it got even worse. And uh, so far... I think there's been about like 10 deaths or so. It's tragic. A nine-year-old died actually. Uh, he was in a coma and uh, he passed away just because he was on life support and it's just he wasn't making it out. It's it's a tragic loss. I guess he was there with with his dad and his dad had him on his shoulders because he couldn't breathe because the crowd was just pushing everyone everywhere and then his dad got trampled which led to his son falling down and then his son got trampled and that's the rest of that uh you guys know the, the rest of that story how it ended and it's just a tragic loss uh my prayers grow out to all the families and it's just fucked up man because i mean i can't imagine taking my son and my son's not that age but you know nine years isn't shit and to lose your your child at such a young age is so tragic because you would you you can't imagine it until you have kids because time flies and nine years isn't anything because a whole year has passed since my son was born and it just feels like nothing Not, like we just barely met him and i just i want to spend so much more time with him and I can't imagine what that father's going through, but my thoughts and prayers go to him and everyone involved in this tragedy. And yeah, I, 
you know, I, I was thinking, like, what is Travis Scott? How is he going to come back from this, like, mentally, you know? Because I know this has to affect him so much because he didn't mean for any of this to happen. And yet it's happening and there's nothing he could do about it. Uh, another thing that's happening also, Live Nation saw a decrease of their stocks. <laughs> that was a huge, huge uh, transition, huh? Going from some sad, depressing shit, now talking numbers. But this is the, the this situation is affecting so much from families to the industry because this is going to change a lot on how uh, shows are and events are being uh, controlled and and thrown, and it's just going to change a lot in the industry. I mean, the stocks for Live Nation went from. 123 to 113 on November 8th. So over the weekend, it just dropped about fucking what, $15 around there, roughly. And I don't see them coming back from it because it's just going to get even worse. People are not going to want to go to events anymore. Regulations are going to have to be put in place. And also Live Nation, Travis Scott, even Drake, they're all getting lawsuits from all these all, all the, the crowd that attended there, all these people, like more than three 300 people were injured at the event. And there was 50,000 people. And that's only the ones that fucking went to go get treated, you know. But there's fucking a shitload of lawsuits being put into play here. And uh, it's just a tragedy. This is going to be, fuck, this is going to, this is going to go for the long run. I guess Travis Scott is also uh, saying he's going to cover all the funeral expenses and everything for all the lives that were lost. But, I mean, it's cool and sure. I heard Roddy Rich, too. He said he was going to put in on that. Uh, I don't know why, but was he part of that show? Uh, I have no idea, but it's just sad. And uh, so right now we're going to take break. Uh, you guys stay tuned. Uh, we're going to come back talking some more numbers. We're going to talk about how United Masters is thinking about going public. We're also going to talk about some other shit. Uh, keep you guys up to date with, with what's going on in my mind. My mind. My life. And my mind. Uh, all my mental issues. I, which, I'm not saying I got mental issues. But, you know, I just like to elaborate with you guys and uh, pretty much talk to you guys about some like just my life and all the shit that's going on and maybe you guys could relate to it and we could get through this shit together this next song i'll be playing is called sweet dreams hopefully they don't flag me for this because uh, <laughs> of copyrights and shit but uh if they do fuck it if not fuck it we don't really give a fuck this is a featuring the homie fresh drip mud he's from pittsburgh Came out to L.A. to live out here. He's a real cool cool dude. And uh, we collaborated on this song this past weekend. And we're, we're about to shoot a video for it. Uh, so you guys uh, bump this shit. Enjoy this shit. Stay tuned for the second half of this podcast. We're going all the way up, right? This is the Antisocial Podcast. Stay tuned. I came out to 
drink and fuck it all Your pussy is popping and off the wall This bitch is so pretty I might just fall Down in your chimney like Santa Claus Ho, 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 not judging at all Keep me a freak, too slob on my knob Toss a bag at it, just like a boss LA girls have you paying the cost Hopeless romantic, but I'm still an asshole Come get these roses and get that bag blown Time is too short, what's my favorite word? I'm all up in the bitch, don't be boring Call out my name, sing it like a chorus Cause on the weekend, you my Selena Gomez I say nice things to make you feel good Finesse the whole thing like a player should a sweet dream for my sweet tooth Make it bounce like that back shit I got the yak and some backwoods I got a broken heart too But we can fix that in the back room A sweet dream for my sweet tooth Make it bounce like that back shit I got the yak and some backwoods I got a broken heart too But we can fix that in the back room Yeah Grace got the yak in the backwood Lil baby wanna fuck, told her act good Her boyfriend been tweaking, he get turned to a packwood We a burning nigga up like a backwood Got to the money, all the women on me Pockets in fat, baby, yeah, obese Really put the city on, young OG Standing in the field, can't have cold feet I'm rocking, she rolling Bad bitches all in motion Lay down, unwind Dive right in your ocean I don't really want your bitch, you can have your hoe I ain't really even fuck, I just passed her to bro Told a nigga hit her on the phone, I said no Baby, only keep it on the low a sweet dream for my sweet tooth Make it bounce like that back should I got the yak and some backwoods I got a broken heart too But we can fix that in the back room A sweet dream for my sweet tooth Make it bounce like that back should I got the yak and some backwoods I got a broken heart too But we can fix that in the back room Yeah Yo, welcome back, guys. I actually, while we were on break, I went to Subway to get myself some food. Because cause if uh, if you're not a longtime listener, you wouldn't know this. But I usually record these episodes on my break, on my lunch break. Yeah, I really don't have any time during my whole day to record other than now, so we gotta take advantage of it. You guys fuck with Subway? That's just fire. I don't know, man. I used to work at Subway.
And even after working there, I still like that. I just like making my own sandwich. But I, I try to... Have you guys tried... What is it called? Fuck, I can't think of it. It has like Mikey's or something in it. I can't think of a, about the name right now, but that place was fire. Fuck. I wish I knew the name. Anyways, that place is fucking fire. Also, um, Jimmy John's is fire. I'm sorry if you guys have to listen to me. I only got like 30 minutes left in my break. I got a whole hour break too. It's pretty dope. Uh, let me take one last bite and then we can get back into this. So fire sandwich though. We got roast beef. So, uh, so, as I was telling you guys, uh, part one on the part one of this episode, um, we were talking about stocks, right? And uh, how Live Nation stock went down and shit, and all this. It's crazy how all these uh, big uh, uh, companies that are involved in the music industry and distribute music and are involved with artists and this and that or uh, public IPOs and shit. Well, one of the one of the newest companies that are in the industry that help uh, artists stream, well, they help independent artists upload all their um, music onto all platforms and I'm actually one of their clients. I uh, use them to to upload all my uh, music onto every platform. The United Masters, they're one of the leading players in this uh, distribution game for independent artists. And this last quarter, they uh, secured a evaluation of $550 million. So uh, that news came shortly after another key uh, do-it-yourself company called DistroKid, which secured a bag of a hundred and a hundred, one point three billion dollars. So they got a valuation of one point three billion dollars, and United Masters came behind them at five five hundred and fifty million dollars. So uh, that's that's a lot of money. Obviously, it's not a billy, but they're halfway there, you know. And uh, duh, 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 it says, according to me media research, self-releasing artists using these and other platforms generated $1.2 in royalties last year, making up over 5% of the total global record recorded music industry. 5%? Holy shit, that's it? Yo, you, I don't know if you guys heard my last podcast, but the music industry is booming right now there is so much fucking money being generated through streaming right now it's fucking nuts bro i uh for one of my fucking uh, assignments and uh at la film school for entertainment business i had to do research on how covid got uh um, impacted the music industry and it's crazy uh, uh so in 2019 
the industry made like a fucking shitload of money, like $9 billion. When the pandemic hit, by the third quarter, bro, they were negative like $7 billion. It's fucking nuts. They had made three point something billion the previous year on the third quarter, and they were only making 150 million. Bro, they were like negative 100 and something percent. Or I think it was 95 percent, something like that. But it's just fucking crazy to think how much money they're making. But back to the main subject, United Masters is thinking about going public. When when a, a company goes public, what it means is they uh, pretty much put their uh, company out there to sell shares. And uh, it's not cheap to do that. It takes a lot of money to because uh, you got to involve lawyers and all this paperwork and a bunch of bankers and shit and accountants to put your, your company public. But what it is is anyone can own a share of your company. And the more people want it, the more the price goes up the more your your company's worth at the end of it. There's a lot of benefits. I mean, the company can raise a lot of cash fast. This cash influx helps lower the company's debt to income, income ratio and also provides more funds for things like advertising, better compensation packages, and development of new products. Stock options can become a useful tool for attracting senior management personnel, and public companies often have an easier time attracting top-tier talent. So, I mean, there's a lot, a lot of benefits to uh, going public. But yeah, one of the negative things is cost. Also, taking a company public also makes much of that company's information and data public. Not only will board members be held to more stream. Sorry, I had a dumb moment. I don't know how to say that word, so I'm going to just say standards. I guess it's pretty much just saying that everyone, all the board members have to be on the best behavior because they're going to be public. If they do anything stupid, if they get canceled on the internet or anything, that fucking price value will go down because, believe it or not, the internet has a lot of influence on the stock market. Ask Elon Musk or anyone that be on there fucking talking about Dogecoin and fucking Shiba Unicoin, which it's plummeting right now. Uh, luckily, I sold my shirt before that shit did go anywhere. But yeah, that's that. I just wanted to talk about that. Uh, I've been doing a lot of research for school and shit. And uh, it's pretty cool. There's a website called Music Business World or whatever, and... They have, like, they keep you up to date to all the new news, all the news about music and the business side of it. And <coughs> Sorry. It's really interesting. I, I fucking love it. Sorry, I had to take another bite. Your boy be hungry. But yeah, guys. I am on my third week of school, or, yeah, third week, going into my fourth week, actually, um, things are going pretty good, I'm about to finish my first, uh, my first class, 
It's called uh, digital literacy. Pretty much just teaches you how to navigate through the internet and um, understand uh, how social media and everything on the internet is useful and what it's used for and what it could do for you and how important it is. And pretty much the, the title self-explanatory, at least to me it is, but... It's taught me a lot. It's uh, I'm really just excited to learn more about the business side. I want to learn learn more about copyrights, uh, royalties, uh, all the shortcuts that you could take that you wouldn't easily just know off off the bat. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been cool so far. My girl, she's on her third month, I think, of school. She's she's ahead of it right now. It's been getting harder and harder, though, because now she's getting into actual film stuff, you know? Sorry, if you guys hate to hear someone eating, you should probably turn this off. But this is what I do. It's my podcast. This is like coming into my house and telling me, stop eating. Sorry, you played this, so. <laughs> um, yeah, this fucking roast beef sandwich is really good. But other than that, I've been in a good mind state. Um, just uh, pushing through these tracks. I've been recording every weekend and staying positive, you know. Planning every move. I've been improving on my networking. I'm currently in the talks with this media company. Uh, me and my wife are going to be uh, partnering up with them. Uh, working on a bunch of films and videos, music, all kinds of deals. You know, it's a multimedia company, so it's I'm very excited for that opportunity and uh I'm excited to see what we could come up with. Also, I'm I'm also uh, working on my album. I already said that. I got this this song that I uh, played for you guys. I'm working on a video for that. I just got a lot of things going on. A lot of things I don't want to talk about just because I've always been the type of person that I stay quiet until I know it's a for sure thing. But... Definitely looking forward to showing you guys the next few years what I'm about to do. It's going to be fucking amazing. Uh, definitely look for my name on Netflix, Hulu. <laughs> yeah, that type of shit, you know. That's the type of time I'm on. Uh, it's We're going global with this shit. I'm writing uh, stuff that's hopefully going to reach the big screen. And that's all I'm going to say. I'm also working on the next... Uh, my my next merchandise line i have my uh my brother out in utah javon working on the designs right now he's been sending me some cool sketches they look really dope i'm excited to get those those on the t-shirt and yeah it's been a it's been a fun ride thank you guys for listening by the way uh this is an anti-social podcast and most of the time, I'm not in the mood to talk. You guys found me on a good fucking week. 
I'm in the mood and I'm right here ready to sp speak to you guys and talk to you guys. You guys have any questions? Just hit me up on Antisocial with Grapes. Again, Grapes is spelled G-R-A-P-3-Z. Uh, I really appreciate all the support and all the love. And yeah, so tune in. Uh, this next song is a song. I don't know what I'm going to play for you guys, but y'all enjoy that shit, all right? It's been fun. Tune in on the next episode. All right, peace and love. I'm out. To connect, hit my Venmo 28 in the bag, pack it a white Whippin' like mayo Business is dirty They call you a homie I'm acting brand new Niggas that knew me don't even know me I came out of nothing Grew up with players and hoes Straight out the dirt What you know about work? No one to blame When I'm popping a perk As much as I give It's as much as I'm worth 